Hello guys, this is Jariah Benton, Summer Reading Podcast. So today, um, basically we're just going to be talking about our some, my summer reading books that we've read over the summer, um, which I read The Catcher in the Rye and Paper Towns. Uh, basically, this is just going to be a whole podcast about my thoughts and attitudes towards these um, two books. Um, and also essential question to think about is how does fantasy transform reality? That's the question that I'm focusing on um, as I'm talking about these books. Um, so a little bit of my thoughts on both of these books. Um, I feel that both of those, both of the books, The Catcher in the Rye and Paper Towns are both very similar. So while I'm talking about these books, you'll see that I relate these basically to together. Um, this is a question that we're supposed to be talking about today. Uh, they basically have the same meaning, I feel. Uh, so I related both of the books um, to the central question. They have very similar um, answers to that question. Uh, but overall, I think the books that the two books that I read was very interesting, uh, yet persuading. I wanted I wanted to keep reading them to find out what happened next. So yeah, so. The first book that I'll be talking about is The Catcher in the Rye. So this was more of a, um, I don't know. I feel it was more of like, um, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say mysterious, but yeah, mysterious because I felt it was different. And it was so many different events and things happening in this book that it just made it mysterious like when you first start reading like for example the setting is based in the 1950s um they don't really give you a setting uh but based off what i was reading it uh basically the narrator was narrating in a mental hospital um because uh he just really had a lot of stuff going on in his life you know um he had got expelled, gotten expelled from school due to failing classes. You know, he just really had a lot going on in his life and he's trying to find himself. So um, through this book, um, I feel that the author uses Holden's thoughts about women and sex to illustrate Holden's innocence. Um, to more be more specific about it, Holden's sexual expectations reveal his likelihood to romanticize, uh, romanticize unrealistic thoughts. Um for example, Holden thinks of it's this girl, his longtime crush, Jane Gallagher, Gallagher, as the perfect perfect woman. Um, since she's the only one he who has his interest, and you know he's been having his eyes on, um, he basically looks down on other women and and doesn't realize what they can bring to the table. Um, uh, something I read in chapter four, Stradlater. So let's tell you a little about. A little bit about Stradlater. So Holden is more of a lone loner. Uh, he's a weirdo, you know, very different type of guy compared to most of the characters in the book. Um, one that I'll be talking about is Stradlater. Stradlater is one of those popular guys. So say that you, you know, you watch a lot of movies and they have, you know, the high schoolers, the high, the popular dudes in the groups so in high school, you know, he's one of those type of guys. Um, so basically he's a handsome, sexually experienced young man and he takes Holden's longtime crush, which is Jane Gallagher on a date. Um, Holden becomes angry and, uh, that's when they had some type of beef um 
he just didn't like the fact that Stradlater was taking her his longtime crush on a date because he likes her, of course, and he doesn't want nobody else taking her on a date. But he's just so scared to tell her and admit to her how his feelings towards her, you know. So it's hard. Um, he fantasizes a lot about Jane. You can tell throughout the book as you read. Um, so a theme that I want to talk about, uh, a theme that I got from the book or this section that I read or I picked out uh, to relate back is don't hold such impossible higher standards uh, because it can really cause people to not find meaningful connections with others. Um, I feel that if you're holding people up to such a higher standard that you're losing connections because not all people is like that it could be really good people out there and you're trying to hold really higher standards than you need to you know and then you're just losing all the connections with others and not enjoying life and not doing you you know what i mean so i feel that that's something that you could you should think about like of course i feel that you should have hold standards you know but just think about those standards that you're holding are they that important you know to lose connections or to build connections uh, so I feel that that's a question that you can think about. Um, also, uh, something uh, that I got from it. Holden Coldfield is, I feel what I read, my thoughts on him is that he's, uh, like I said, a loner. He's emotionally unstable and doesn't know what he wants in life. Um, he fantasizes over a girl that he hung out with all summer, you know, had connections with. But it didn't end up going anywhere um he just got too nervous shy whatever you want to call it and didn't um admit his feelings to the girl um which made him more depressed and really liked her um another thing uh Holden Caulfield's overwhelming obsession uh breaks the barrier between reality and fantasy uh his desire for jane galger like was basically just a blurred uh blurred the lines of what he wanted from her and what he actually had with her so he had he spent some time i know that jane galger and holden from what i read spent some time over the summer and then that's when they parted their ways and Holden basically had feelings for her her he knew he had feelings for her and never admitted them because he was so shy and you know he just had problems he really didn't know what he wanted in life he found Jane attractive and you know something he would want something with her but just didn't know how to admit it and tell her that's what I was getting from it so he had a really big overwhelming obsession with Jane and he didn't know how to break it to her you know what I mean so he was just leaving openings for others to come in and take Jane and which was making his life hard because he actually really liked her but he just didn't know how to admit uh, to her um if you read more in the story you see that they had a platonic relationship um uh that really had shown no signs of going any further than just friends so they hung out all summer and Throughout the book, you realize he fantasizes about her a lot and is obsessed with her, but it was just literally platonic. They didn't show no signs of them being more than just friends. That's just what they were. That's what it was going to be. And he was too shy or scared or nervous to tell Jane how he really felt. So it stayed platonic the whole entire book. Um, 
so yeah and um i also felt that his introvert personality seemed to keep him from expressing his true feelings towards jane like we said this whole entire book is about him having fantasies about this attractive girl he or this jane gallagher girl he just found so attractive and couldn't take his eyes off of uh to talk to other girls and basically really uh his feelings was ruining his ruining his life because he didn't know how to express his feelings and tell his longtime crush so when he saw his crush with others it just really hurted him and made him not really enjoy you know life um i also felt that holden's obsession affects his friends um home life and overall mental health um, all the while, the person that interests him isn't even aware of any of Holden's brought on uh, angst. You know what I mean? So Jane's not even aware of how he's feeling about her. So she's not able to do anything about it to help the situation or, you know, to solve the situation. Holden is having all these obsessions that Jane doesn't even know about. So she can't do anything to help to help it. You know what I mean? So that's basically what I was uh got out of it uh to repeat what i said the essential question how does fantasy transform uh reality um like i said basically holden caulfield's overwhelming obsession breaks the barrier between reality and fantasy his desire for jane gallagher blurred the lines of what he wanted from her and what he actually had with her so that's basically what i got from the catcher in the rye to relate to that essential question um now moving on to the paper towns Paper Towns was also a very good book that I read. Um, it was really, really similar to The Catcher in the Rye, of course. Um, two similar books. Both uh, both had a really bad obsession with the girl. And fantasies with the girl is I, it's just a lot. Um, but it was a really good book overall that I read. So to get more into that, um, Paper Towns um is much like the catcher in the rye um paper towns finds a young man whose infatuation for a friend uh clouds his judgment and he does not process the reality of possibly being rejected um <coughs> excuse me it's typical boy meets girl a friendship energy a heart gets involved but the feelings are not reciprocated it's just not the same you know, um, it happens a lot. It's not like it's something new that rarely happens. It literally happens a lot. Um, basically, the boy was catching feelings for the girl and the girl didn't feel the same way. And it happens. It's life, guys. Get over it. But um, so basically, that's what it really was. Um, but unlike the catcher in the rye, Paper Towns in some ways could be considered a happy ending um catcher in the rye wasn't really a happy ending um it was more of a persuasive um mysterious want to know what happens next type of uh ending um because it says that he went home and he got sick and they don't know what he got sick with so it was really just mysterious and weird. You know, you want to know what happens next. Uh, but Paper Towns, it can have many different endings. It could have a happy ending, you know. But Catching the Ride just doesn't have that. It doesn't sound like it could have that. It should have that. You know what I mean? 
Um, excuse me, guys. Um, also, friendships are built and relationships blossom. And although Quinn experiences heartache, he doesn't lose a friend. He's stronger for it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, um, you can literally base that off in real life. Like, a lot of people may have feelings for certain people, but it's not reciprocated back. It They don't feel the same way about you, which is totally fine. And to be honest, uh, you may feel, you know, down or sad about it. But at the same time, you grow from it and you get stronger because you were confident enough to express your feelings to that person. <coughs> Excuse me. So it really doesn't make you weaker. It actually makes you stronger because... You were confident enough to have that confidence and go up to that person and tell them and express your feelings about how you felt about them. So it's not something that you should get discouraged about. It's a great thing. You know what I mean? And um, you should never get put down or let down about that because it's 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 very great. You actually grow from it. And I from reading that Paper Towns book, um, it really showed like a that go for it and if you feel that something's there or a, a gut feeling that something's there go for it and then you know if it's not what you thought it was that's fine don't be sad about it don't get un uh what's the word what's the word um, unencouraged by it, you know, you really just grow from that, and you get over it, and you, and you grow stronger, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to tear yourself down, because someone didn't like you that you thought did, you know what I mean, don't tear yourself down from it, because it's a lot of other people out there that, that would probably could feel the same way that you feel about you know a certain person you know so you shouldn't ever tear yourself down or feel down about it because relating back to paper towns quentin had he thought it was something between him and margo at least he liked her and he went to go find her and he's like hey you know i came here to rescue you you want to run away together and margo's like hey dude it's not that that's that's not what it is you know I'm sorry she gave him a kiss you know for goodbye but to show that she was okay you know and Quentin didn't lose a friend he actually gained a friend you know he didn't lose anything he didn't lose anything by expressing his feelings he actually gained a friend you know he didn't lose it he gained a friend and he also got stronger from it so now he knows how she feels and he can go on about his day and or life and find someone who actually feels those same feelings about him so it's really it's it's not that bad yeah so um that's how i felt about those and how both of those stories uh relates back to the essential question how does fantasy transform reality um, so yeah, so my um, thoughts on both of the books, The Catch and the Rye and The Paper Towns, I felt that those were both good books. Um, I really can't pick a favorite because they were both good books and similar and unsimilar at the same time. Similar and different at the same time. Like The Catcher and the Rye was so good, 
but it was just I don't know it was really mysterious like I don't know it had its mysterious ways in it and different parts in it that made you want to keep reading and find out what's going on with it you know what I mean um that's really what I got from the catch in the rye it was more of a dark book like it was a very good book interesting book but it was also dark more dark than paper towns um I would admit uh paper towns is more um a paper towns was a good book also they're both similar just catching the rise more of a dark book and i'm not saying that paper towns isn't a dark book but it's not as dark as the catching the rye catching the rye had a very weird ending and it's like it's not it's it's not that type of weird though it's like a weird where you want to find out what happens next that type of weird you want to find out what happens next and what did what did he get sick from why did he go back home those type of questions that no one will actually know you know because how the book ended um paper towns was literally it wasn't what he thought it was and he moves on from it and he gets over it you know so they're both two great books interesting books to read if you ever are looking for a darker but yet interesting book go for the catcher in the rye and if you're going for a love complicated love romantic story i would say go for paper towns because they're both great books and you can relate them back they both have very deep similarities um but then again they're different in both of their unique ways you know so uh yeah so that was when my summer reading podcast was over and i hope you guys enjoyed it um i enjoyed doing this and you guys have a good day bye